Rise of the Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald. And joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, of course, you can find on Twitter at HorizonMatt. You can find us on Twitter at HorizonRT. You can find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. And be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And Matt, can you guess where I'm at now? Um, I mean, I, I guess I know the answer. I, I, it's like I cheated. I, I studied for this test. Bob, where are where in the world is is Bob McDonald? I am five. I am let. I am about five minutes away from Indiana Farmers Coliseum. That's where I'm at. Bob, that means you, sir, are in Indiana. You are in Indy. I am indeed, and I'm sure that's a clearly, apparently, a surprise to many people. But yes, I am. I I talked to someone at the Horizon League that was shocked that you, of all people, had had left your your cave, the Horizon Roundtable cave, to to make the trek to Indy. Yes, I'm, I'm shirking my reclusiveness for just this one time. So it's okay. No one will even recognize you. You're like you're like a cloaked figure. Well, yeah, I'll also be wearing a mask too. So it's like, yeah, nobody's gonna, you know, nobody's getting me know afterwards. <laughs> just curious, what is the mask policy for for this? I assume because it's indie that there is none. Uh, no, it is, since it is a, it is a, uh, we are uh, media is considered tier one personnel. Tier one personnel per NCA guidelines require masks are required. Cool. Great. Cool. I had no idea. Good to know. Yes, absolutely. So, so I should be good on that front. But nobody's going to know who I am. Doesn't matter. Perfect. So, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll get into the matchups. So it's interesting because I was actually looking at this cause I wasn't a hundred percent about this. How many times, um, the, the top four seeds have made it to the, to the semifinals, and it's actually more often than I thought. Well, this is probably that's what the Horizon is set up to do. They want to protect their top four. They want to get them there, and it's worked out. Wasn't really that easy this time, though. I mean, it looked a lot easier than we thought, but, you know, it, it could have definitely gone in a different direction because, you know, you had uh, – I mean, Cleveland State had the easiest time, but, you know, Purdue-Fort Wayne had a heck of a time because – UIC almost came up on bit him again. Um, you know, we had, you know, early on, eh, I mean, I guess I should say that Northern Kentucky had an easy time too. And then there's Oakland and Wright State. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> Wright State had a pretty easy time at the end of the day. It just didn't start they, that way. 20 point run. <laughs> 20, they just rattled off 20 straight points. I mean, how could anyone have ever expected Wright State to go on a run when Oakland was up early? I mean, you would never see that coming if it hadn't already happened twice this year. Including once on national television. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. It, it, it was just a replay of a typical Oakland Wright State game. Basically, yeah. And it hey, really you know was. what? I guess, I mean, I wasn't surprised. If anyone watched that and was surprised, then they hadn't been paying attention. And you you called it Scott Nagy is Greg Campy script tonight. In the Horizon League, it wasn't always in that there. way. It was it was the end of the summer. It's it's been that way for a while now. Let me put it that way. Aha, yeah. So yeah, that's what's going on. So yeah, so the top four seeds: Cleveland State, Purdue, Fort Wayne, Northern Kentucky, and Wright State. They are all in the. They're all going to play on Monday night. Real quick though, on that same note, Bob, I I, I want to make this this point real quick because I'm sure we won't really get into this. Oh. And, is uh. 
that's not the case on the women's side. So shout out to the Oakland women who did upset the number two seed YSU. So we, we got a, a seven seed in on the women's side in that top four. Yes, that is true. And want to get that um, shout out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that was that was kind of – well, it wasn't really surprising because uh, didn't they split the series anyway? Yeah, they, that, they, 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 had won at, they had won at Beagley um, earlier this year. Yeah. So, so, yeah, good on them. Well, they're kind of a dangerous team, so they always kind of were. I mean, you've seen them, you've seen them multiple times, so. Not as much as Kyle, who is also an Indy. He is indeed. That is true. So, yeah. Well, he'll be covering all of that, so. Exactly. Like I said, I, I know we're not going to get deep into it, but I just want to give them that shout out that on the women's side, we did get a, a true upset and we, you know, we have a seven seed in the top four there. Yeah, very true. So, so with on the men's side, we have Cleveland State and we have the, the top four. And I got to be honest with you, any one of these four teams can win. They've proved, they've shown that each one of these teams have shown that they could beat the other team. And Correct. Throughout. So, I don't know why I keep being shaky on Cleveland State, but I keep being shaky on Cleveland State. Can I tell you why you're shaky on Cleveland State? Can I let, let me explain this to yourself? Yes, please, by all means. Because they have been so wildly inconsistent, and at no point have they been dominant this season, and it's troubling. That's why. It's a little bit, yes. But by the way, um, which is interesting, because the the one things I kept saying have been saying for like at least a week and a half about Cleveland State. That they gotta, you know, make their three throws and cut down the cut down on the turnovers. What did he do against uh, Robert Morris? Made their free throws and cut down on the turnovers. Like somebody's listening. Well, Thanks. and here's a, here's my my outsider of Cleveland State opinion is I think I'm not ter- I'm I'm not gonna say they're the least exciting for me, but of the four teams left on the horizon, I feel they they would not farewell in the NCAA tournament. I feel the other three teams have some things about them that might transfer to the NCAA tournament better than Cleveland State. If none of them would end up being a 16 seed at the end of the day, which they're probably going to be. Well, right. But but still, I, I feel like Cleveland State's game transfers the worst to being that. You know, and uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne is probably the best to be a 16 because they can shoot the lights out. You can't, you can't count true. that out. Cleveland State doesn't shoot the lights out. They're a terrible shooting team, and any 16, 15, 14 seed needs to shoot really well to usually win that. That's not Cleveland it's, State. It's been erratic. It's been absolutely erratic, and I can't really argue that point. You know, but, the other team I mean, can shoot it. Yeah. But anyway, we're not we're not to that point yet. I just want to – top of the mind, I had to get that out there. Yeah. I don't think so, but I think the big thing, too, and this is important, is that we have, we have a situation where you have the – yeah, Cleveland State, who's been on the top of the mountain, and each one of these three, uh, you know, at least two of these teams have beaten Cleveland State already, Purdue, Fort Wayne, and Northern Kentucky. Wright State hasn't, though. Um, and it's inter- it's interesting because when, I see, when you look at the two games between Cleveland State and Wright State, it seems like Cleveland State has had a much better game plan for them than they've had any of the other teams. I don't know why that's the case. I just think that's the case. And maybe it's because of perhaps Wright State kind of having that short rotation. I think that might be an issue for them. I mean, I think they're a really good team. I've, I've said that from preseason. I've said it through. I, I, I've always been the one saying, I think they're better. I think they're better. And cons- I've been truly very consistent, not to toot my own horn, but I've been saying, 
I think Wright State's the team. I think Wright State's the team. And you know what? Today, I still think Wright State's the team. I don't know. I think they, the, the problem with the problem with Wright State is they they and this is this is even though it was true that you know they did beat Oakland twice. The problem with Wright State is they have this tendency to get into a to dig themselves into a hole, and they were able to get out of it with Wright State. They were not able to get out of it with Detroit Mercy though, and they definitely couldn't do it against Cleveland State twice, and so- they definitely couldn't do it against Northern Kentucky. In the interest of predictions, and I, if anyone's actually paid attention to any, and the stupid stuff I've said in the past couple of days, I've been pretty spot on on some of the other things I've been uh, asked to speak about with on our podcast. I've been pretty on, on point about some things. So I'm going to make a prediction here about this Wright State-Cleveland State game. You ready? Okay. There is a member of Wright State that doesn't usually do a whole lot, but he's part of the rotation. But I think he's due to do something big because this is what he and his family member do at this time of the year. Watch out for Keaton Norris. Watch are him hit you, a couple big sick? threes. Okay. Um sure. I Let's it's just a that. it's just a it's a hunch. I mean Braden Norris just lit up the Missouri Valley conference as he, he always indeed. does this time true. of year. It's what he it's what he does and I think that there's something in that blood and I think Keaton Norris is gonna have a game where everyone goes, the hell just happened? And he's gonna hit maybe know. two or three I... big threes. I don't think he's there yet. I don't think Keaton Norris is there yet. However, you know, they got two guys who could definitely do the same thing. And, you know, Trey Calvin and Tim Finke, they could absolutely do that. No doubt about that. Finke shot really poorly against Oakland. He's kind of had a bad shooting year. Um, I, I think it was the uh, Wright State announcers, which unfortunately I was listening to because I was struggling to line up Neil Rule's call with the video. Um, so I subjected myself to uh, Coach Jim Brown, who was hawking up the worst phlegm for like half that game. But anyway, um, that one thing that, that was? I don't, I, we're going to go with it. I'm not sure. It was awful. But uh, one thing I think um, they said that I did did agree with is it looks like Finky, his legs just aren't under him when he's shooting. He's, he's, he's shooting short on a lot of stuff, which I think of him as a pretty good shooter usually. But uh like the yeah. same snap out of it. I think that, yeah, that's going to be key for him. And I don't know what's going, yeah, I don't know what's going on with him either. I, I would think that he, he would, if, if anybody could line it up, he would be the guy. Trey Calvin's another one who could definitely do that. And Trey Calvin hasn't been a, as shaky, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then Grandpa Silly's just Mr. Consistent down there. He really is uh, such a good player, he, and he does, and he does from time to time make his wander his way out to the three point uh, beyond the three point line. It's like he gets lost and then he shoots the three and hits it. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. See, you, you're absolutely right. By the way, Tim Finke, you're correct. Tim Finke did not do well against Oakland. He made no. one shot. Period. It was not it a didn't great game. Because Tanner Holden scored twenty seven. It didn't matter because Oakland gave the game away. It's what they did all year. Oops. Oh, that too. Yeah, this is true. They did do that. They, yeah, they've been. Yeah, that's kind of been their mo for most of the month of February. It really has. Injuries caught up to them. Like, it, it's just, it's just the reality. Injuries caught up really to them. And you can blame. You can blame lack of depth. You can blame Campy for not calling timeouts and people calling for Campy's header. Now you sound stupid. I have, okay. I have led the fire can't be charged in the past. It's insane. I don't understand that even a little bit. And I've been known for having insane, saying insane things that this whole entire, I mean, who are you? I mean, first of all, who would you, who would be, who would you be replacing with in that price range? 
And by that price range means probably closer to what Will Ryan's making as opposed to what Scott Nackey's making. Keep that in mind. So not, I, I mean, this could be a whole separate podcast. Uh, it was only a couple of years ago. I was talking to someone very well connected in the state of Michigan about some basketball things involving Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, not to name drop anything, but I, I had a really deep conversation with someone about some stuff that had happened at Oakland in the past and some of the future of Oakland. And he name dropped me a coach that is just waiting in the weeds for that gig, apparently. And apparently there's a gentleman's handshake deal in place and blah, 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 blah. And I believe a lot of this. This coach has been hundred percent accurate with everything else that's come about in that time since then about some things. Great. But I struggle to believe that this coach is still interested in that gig because it's just not an attractive job right now. Nobody is going to want this job the way that it's not being funded by the administration, the lack of facilities, anything camp campy is a, is a saint for hanging around there at this point for them because he's giving them a deep discount that the school does not deserve. And they're all these people calling for Campy's head. You just better be careful because when he goes, that program could disappear into an oblivion. Be careful. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Now, I can't come up with anything. I just can't. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me even a little bit. I mean, this is, you're absolutely right. I mean, for the amount of money that, the, uh, ne- the next head coach would be, uh, you know, if one day, and by the way, Greg Campy is going to retire at Oakland. I think that's pretty much a foregone conclusion at this point. On, on his terms. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're not exactly, so, and because of that, I really think that, I mean, are you going to get disappointed? Obviously. Are you going to call for his head? Why? What's the point? I get you're mad, but really? In that case? I mean, okay, whatever. Let me also just to put this out into the the ether world. Uh, The coach that I was told wants that job currently makes well into the 300 range, like mid 300 range, we're going to call it, okay? So that coach I don't see taking a salary cut to come coach at Oakland, and that's what this is. So. Let's just be careful to what we what we wish for there, folks. Well, you know, so who, you know who got their wish this week, right? Who's that? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Oh yeah, what happened there, Bob? Well, you know, uh, put it to you this way: if you didn't real, if you didn't think the uh, Pat Baldwin Jr. era was over at Milwaukee before, it's definitely over now because Pat Baldwin Sr. isn't there anymore. Oh, Milwaukee. What am I going to do with you? I don't know, but they're probably going to be. I mean, and then, like, what? I think 20 minutes later, DeAndre Golston uh, announces he's going to the transfer portal. Did yeah. he? I missed, I, I missed that. Yes. So DeAndre Golston is in the transfer portal. Yeah, that doesn't really surprise anybody, I don't think. I The only surprise I have is he is currently the only one in the transfer portal right now. <laughs> Well, how many, how many of those guys are really Division One players? Sometimes you well, keep a Division One scholarship because you got one. I guess we'll find out soon enough, won't we? Uh, yes, yes, we will. Because that's good. Because I mean, I, I don't know. I guess my question would be, with the Milwaukee job, where are we going with that? I mean, oh, I don't know. Do you know? I have no idea. Oh, God, I have no idea. 
Exactly. So we're just going to probably, what's probably going to end up happening is the same thing that happened before. We're going to end up with some unknown, you know, some unknown Big Ten assistant, and that'll be the that'll be the end of the day. I mean, mediocrity I is, is is consistency, I guess. Like, it's a form of it. Well, you know, as you know, obviously the there is a there is a subset of uh, Milwaukee fandom that is also does not want Amanda Braun picking this uh, next head coach either. But hate to tell you guys, she's gonna. Did uh did Josh Thomas's dad ever come through with some more stories for us? I know I know he he's done uh, with some. I haven't looked in a while to see if he uh, came through. We'll have to check on that that story. Yeah, so uh, message board dwellers, um, especially in Milwaukee, apparently, I guess, I guess Josh Thomas's dad is on there, and she, he's was a promising story time. I honestly, I'd be perfectly honest, I have no idea if any of that came through, mostly because you know I've had a bunch of other stuff going on. Possibly, I don't know. I don't know either. Story it's, time with Josh <laughs> Thomas's dad could be a thing. Still waiting for that. That seems like its own podcast, don't you think? Probably. By the way, that shout out to like, you uh, for getting like the Iron Six on in that bonus episode. That was great. Oh yes. Oh wait. Yes. Here we go. Um. Yes. By the way, if you've not if you've not heard that uh, if you have not heard that bonus episode, uh, we we had a conversation with literally all six of the remaining IUPUI players who played the almost the uh, the entire month of February. It was like um, five and three quarter players that showed up. Five and three quarters, because yeah, you know, Bakari Lestrap was hurt, of course. Oh, uh, actually. Oh no, no that's I, no. I meant I, that showed up to the podcast. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess when Thanks, you gotta Chief. go to the store, I guess when you gotta go to the store, you gotta go to the store. It was time. <laughs> I think it, I I can tell you I do I I did like his I did get it I did before the podcast started I get did catch uh, his ceiling fan. Okay. So at least I got that. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So bonus episode we had. Uh, so IUP wise players uh, Mike DePersia. Um, B.J. Maxwell, Bakari Lestrap, Chooks Isatua, Nathan McClure, Boston Stanton. Um, and by the way, Boston did mention the fact, you know, we did talk about the shoe. Um, that Those were actually, the shoes that he got from his dad are actually the shoes he used to play with play with in high school. They were So essentially he got his shoes back, and I'd just like to point out his dad is way cooler than most, most dads rocking those shoes. There you go. Exactly. Um, by the way, um, by the way, future future advice to all college basketball players: bring two bring two shoes. That's the takeaway that from that whole thing. Bring two okay. shoes yep. and and bring two pairs of shoes, and make sure your bus driver knows where he's going. Those two things are very important. It was a good episode, Bob. I I, I enjoyed it, it. If you haven't listened, that to was listen. great. I can't believe I got all six. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Forgot the eventually part, but yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so be sure to be sure to catch that episode. Sorry um, to derail this from that moment, but shout outs. Yeah, especially given the fact that I completely lost track of what we were talking about. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Story time with uh, Josh Thomas's dad. Um, yeah, that hasn't really. I'm not sure if that's really actually gone anywhere because I'm like on the thread right now, and I mean this is probably more. I probably spent more time on this than. I've ever have in the last year, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it doesn't look like it went anywhere. I don't know. Hopefully Maybe eventually. Josh Thomas's dad, if you're listening, let's talk. Yeah, you want to? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, no, I mean, hey, 
story time with Josh Thomas's dad. Heck of a podcast idea. Come on. It sounds like a recurring podcast. I like that idea. <laughs> Come on. All right, so Maybe. we had Milwaukee gets rid of Pat Baldwin Sr. Surprising yeah. nobody. Um, the only so, thing that surprised me about it was I thought I thought they were they would wait a little bit and let's see what uh, Junior was going to do, but they didn't care. No, because they knew the same thing that we knew that Pat Baldwin Junior is not coming back. Period. No, he's, he's either going to play in the NBA, go make money somewhere, or even go to Duke or something for a year. Who knows? I don't, I don't know what he's going to do. He he no. did not look ready to play ball at any point this year. At any point. No. no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and now, I mean, if if Pat Baldwin Sr. is the only <laughs> remediation, I mean, I'm sure that there's other things that Milwaukee fans want to have happen that are not going to happen. But I think that's him getting fired is basically as good as you're going to get. That's yep. it. Really? I mean, I, can't help you. Can't help you if you, you're you're not a fan of whoever is going to be picking the replacement. But do you see that being changing? I don't. I just don't. So good luck, and I hate to say stay mad, but I don't think you're gonna be. I think you're gonna be perpetually angry for a while. It's kind of what they do. All right. So we had uh pb senior is there anything any other news before we start to look into uh what's what's about to happen this week i don't think so oh, i mean I, uh, I kinda i got I, there was kind of one other piece of news oh what was that uh we're pretty sure jalen moore is going to be done at oakland um his he he, he said thank you um it's a little bit as i said ominous but um i'm pretty sure that he is going to be going to go play pro i mean he was a juco transfer he really only had two years because of covid he does have one more year of eligibility but i think you know he pretty much signed on for two years i think he's fulfilled those two years and if he decides to go pro i don't think anyone's going to fault him interesting and yeah huh yeah so that's that's there that's the thing interesting Hmm. seems seems relevant um Detroit huh. wants to play in a postseason tournament, right? Isn't that what we've decided? Uh, okay, great. Um, what I did not know that, and oh, by the way, what what tournament is taking a sub five hundred team? Please, I think anyone that, that wants to, because I don't think a lot of teams are going to want to pay to play at this point. I don't think it's in a lot of teams' budget. So if if Detroit's willing sounds to, sounds like sounds like Youngstown State might want to. Yeah. So um, it seems like yeah, it seems like there's there. It seems like Youngstown State might be heading up to the post. I think we talked a little bit about this on our first bonus episode that they may be looking. Um, and I just hope it's not the C, it's the CBI. I just don't. <laughs> Please. We'll never see the first two rounds. The only one I can speak, I know that Oakland is not going to be playing in a postseason tournament. They've already yeah. determined that. Um, it's a budget thing, plus Jamal Cain's about to start tra- um, training to be a pro. So it's yeah. not happening. Great. Which, cool. There you go. And All is good. They're, they're like super banged up anyway, so yeah, I mean, they're it done. Does, they're done. It doesn't make it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so done. I mean, you're looking at it, even so with these top. I mean, with these top four teams, and then add in Youngstown State potentially, um, where you have a situation where the top four teams, Cleveland State, is guaranteed at least a postseason somewhere, be it the NCAA or NIT. Either way. Then the, one of the other three could win the NCAA tournament, and then I don't know. 
I don't know. Can can Wright State afford to go to a postseason tournament? Good question. I wouldn't think so, but you know, shouldn't knows? you be spending that money on other sports that you need so you can stay D one? Uh, Would be nice. Never know what the never know what the hell's going on down there in Dayton. No, this is true. Um, but I can see Northern Kentucky getting going into a postseason somewhere. I can see them doing it. They're good, you know. They, they've had, you know, and and even if Purdue Fort Wayne doesn't win, I can see them looking in, into it as well. Now, how many of these, how many of these teams are going to make it to do that? I mean, who knows? But I think the top four teams are able. I think they have the ability. I think they would be considered by either the third tier tournament teams, tournaments. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because we're calling that. Uh, I gotta get used to the the basketball classic. I gotta get used to that because I'm not yet. Because I keep calling it CIT, and I'm probably gonna do that for the rest of the year. And I'll probably do it next year because I'll forget it's called that still. It'll take a while. That's okay. Okay, that could be it too. All right. So, and we talked a little. Obviously, we talked a little bit about Cleveland State and and Wright State's matchup. Um, specifically the way that kind of their road is leading up to this. I want to talk about the other side of the ball where you have two really hot teams going against each other in Purdue Fort Wayne, who hasn't lost since the end of January. We're in March now, so you do the math on that one. And Northern Kentucky, who weird fluky loss, a weird loss to Detroit Mercy aside has been pretty dominant as well. So you have those two teams going up against each other. That actually is going to be a very good that I, I'm looking forward to seeing that matchup actually. Absolutely. I, I think that's that's the, that should be the fun game to watch. I feel like Cleveland State and Wright State just gonna be kind of a boring, grinded out whatever game. I could see Purdue four away North. Why does it have to be the late game though? I don't know. Too tired I mean, and old. Come on, man, you're killing me here. Right. But um, no, I, I think it's going to be a, a really well-played game. Um, I mean, Warwick has really gotten out of that sophomore slump kind of yeah. deal and he's playing really well. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Sam Vinson, you know, holds up in his first tournament games. Um, I think Chris Brandon's playing really well down low. I think he could be a real difference maker because I, I don't think that Fort Wayne can really bang down there with him. No, that's the only thing. That's kind of the only thing that they have an issue with is they can't bang down low. And so they get, you know, and, you know, that's going to be a big issue for them. But, of course, if they're if they're shooting lights out like they have been for most of the most of their 10 game winning streak, I don't think it's going to be an issue. Well, and I said it last week, Fort Wayne is due to have a bad shooting night. Those happen and they haven't had one in a really long time. And if I'm Fort Wayne, that's that starts to scare me because. At some point, it's going to happen. You know, just like I said last week, Antoine Davis was due for a bad shooting night, and he finally had one. Yep, he did. That is true. And Detroit Mercy lost. Fort Wayne is due for another bad for for the not even another. Fort Wayne is due for their first bad shooting night, and I don't know how long. It's been a while. Um, I think the last bad shooting night they had was again probably in January because it's been mm-hmm. that long. Because yeah, it's, I think the last yeah, I think the last bad shooting night they had was either against Northern Kentucky or Wright State actually, because they got swept in the in that series in that series that week. 
Could be. I don't know. I'm excited to watch that game. I'm excited to watch Cleveland State, Wright State. I'm excited for some Horizon League tournament. We've got our top four seeds just like we wanted to. Um, We have not Dan Dockich calling, so that's really awesome. We got Mark Adams. I saw that the other day. That was awesome. Yeah, very excited. By the way, for those of you who don't know who Mark Adams is, look him up. Yeah. you know, I tweeted at Mark when he when he said that he was doing it. I said I was really excited because he wasn't the guy that we got stuck with in the past. And he didn't know, and he asked me who it was, so I named him. You know, whatever, I don't, not my problem. And I said, look, that dude just talked about the Big Ten half the time. If you even come in pretending to care about the Horizon League, these fans are going to love you. So yeah. hopefully... Uh, Which, by the way, and incidentally, I should point out, I mean, he's done color for the Horizon League. He, done, he did color for the Horizon League during the regular season games years ago. Mm-hmm. And... He was great, and he's been a big kind of, you know, if you follow him on Twitter at all, at, at enthusiasm, enthusiasms, by the enthusiasms, way. Enthusiasms, yep. Enthusiasms, yeah. He's a big, he is a big fan of mid-majors. He's huge. Yeah, so, does a lot I of mean, Missouri Valley stuff too, but like he, yeah. he's familiar, you know? I didn't catch who he was going to be broadcasting with, though. That's the only thing I didn't catch. I wasn't Probably, paying attention. I, it might be Jason Benetti again. I don't know, but who knows? Not Jordan Burnfield, and that's a, and that's a shame. Ah, darn. So looking forward to seeing him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I did. I knew he was going to be able to make it. Um, but yeah. So I am actually, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Well, wait, I'm not going to hear it. I'll probably hear it at the end. Crap. You'll be okay. Yeah, you'll you'll have live. I'll have it live, so I won't be. I'll probably have to. I'll I'll have to hear it on the replay. That's okay. <laughs> Probably, I forgot that part. But uh, so, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I'm I'm excited for these games. I'm I'm glad that we're here. It seems like it's you know, I started to say it feels like it's been a short season. It doesn't feel short. It doesn't feel long. It's been a really well like it's been a good season. It's time to wrap it up and get on with it. I'm ready. I know. It's yeah. time to put a bow on this and see and, and get a champion. It's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to it. Gotta say. Bob, are, are we yeah. are we going to talk tomorrow? Are we going to are we going to slam one in between uh, semis and finals, or what? What's our plan here? What are the people? Expecting? Are you high? No. I mean, I could be. I'm in Michigan. It's legal, but no, I'm not. <laughs> no, um, no, that's not going to happen. Probably because I'm no, because we're going to be doing no, because I'm probably going to be doing a post game presser. So that's no, there's no way that's going to happen. Okay, are are you going live? Like, are you, are you bringing the people any anything exciting, or are you just bobbing? <sighs> What, what, what can I we might, expect from you over the next couple of days, Bob? Give us something. Just live tweeting, probably. But I mean, man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all over the place. So you gotta remember, this is probably the first time I've actually been like covering anything in like six years. So um, yeah, I'm. I'm Better bring your A game. Better bring that A game. Thank you for the thank you for the low expectations, Matt. <laughs> All I'm saying is, me and Carrick went live during the championship game a couple of years ago. Just I saying. know you. I know you. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. We yeah. did. And you were the, the only last, people to do that, by the way. The last couple, of, yeah. The people loved it. We probably had like I have no idea. I'm just kidding. No idea how many people, if anyone even listened. But still, I'm I'm glad to be getting some championships in. I'm excited to get a Horizon League champion and uh, some bragging rights for somebody real soon here. Could be good. It will be good, I think. It will and be, and I'm you know sh- what? It's a, it's a good town. I, I hope you get to enjoy some India. I hope you and Kyle get to hang out a little bit. 
in between some men's and women's there or whatever you're doing? Dude, I'm working during the day. Day job. Day, day job. Day, day job, still day job, man. Yeah, I get that. So, like, you know, what, what else is there? I mean, come on. I don't know. Indy's a cool town. I like Indy. I am, I think I've been here once. Oh, I've been there a bunch. Too yeah. many. Too many times. Well, there you go. So, but yeah, so, yeah, I think, uh, so I think I'm, yeah, I just got to figure out my parking and that'll be good. There you go. I think they're, they, they parked us next to the pig pen or something like that. I don't remember. I'll have to look at my emails again. It's close enough. Doesn't matter. Close enough. Bob's in Indy. Look look for some for all the tweets. Follow him at a, you're, you're going to do that from the Horizon Roundtable account, right? I am and Kyle Rossi is too. Perfect. So you all know where to find us. It's time, it's time to get into it's time to get into some tournament. Let's be real. That's right. So less talk and more basketball. That's right. So um so yeah so next week we'll probably uh, so next week we'll have a re- uh, we'll have a recap from you know our adventures here and my adventures here at least. Like it's like I'm looking at some staring at games and hopefully <laughs> keeping up with everything. That's basically the extent of what I'm doing. Well, um, and if if we uh, do our podcast Sunday night next week, we'll have seating, right? Indeed, we will. So that's yes. when you and I will talk next. That indeed we will because we'll probably we'll have that and we'll have you know if Cleveland State does in fact not win, then we'll know where they're going to be situated in the NIT, and everybody else will just sort out as we go along. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. So, all right, so that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, so, HorizonRoundtable.com, that's where all our stuff is. And we've been, we've been doing a lot of audio lately. We have a lot so, of people to talk to. We did. It's true. We talk to each other. We talk to other people. That's a good time. So, all right. Um, you can pull us up wherever podcasts are found. And, of course, you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices to tune in next week. We'll have seating. We'll have whatever postseason stuff information we can give you and we'll go from there so until then thank you all for listening